This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1415 this time. I'm your host, Greg Audino. Very glad to be back with you today and equipped with a pretty interesting question, uh, a question that you're going to find is unique and certainly prompts some uncommon thoughts about the after effects of trying to be more thoughtful about people's sensitivities. I'm really excited about this one. So let's jump right into it and optimize your life. Something I've tried working on a lot lately is being more sensitive to the needs of others, especially my friends. I'm usually told that I'm the one in the group who can be the most dismissive. I've gotten a lot better with this, though, and my friends agree. What I want to ask you about is the fact that the more sensitive I try to be to others, the more social anxiety I'm having. I don't think there's anything else that would have caused this, but I also don't see how they would be related. Could there be something there tying the two together? Okay, really interesting question asker. Thank you for that. And thank you on behalf of your friends for trying to be more sensitive to their needs. Now, this is a really great intention to have. But I almost wonder if the glory of that intention and the credit received for it lend themselves to that social anxiety. So let's think about how that might happen. Now, you mentioned that your friends agree with how much better you've become at this. So clearly, your efforts don't go unnoticed. And it also seems like something you're proud of. So if you have this new role now or are seen in a new way, which can be very difficult to do within friendships, especially longstanding ones, and you're receiving recognition for that role, it wouldn't be that difficult to develop attachment to maintaining this type of classification or status, especially if there was a lot of shame before, either self-inflicted shame or shame from others, then the feelings of value now might be particularly strong. And if you were energized enough to make this big change, then I would assume that there was a considerable amount of discomfort before. You might feel as though your friend's approval of you is conditional on you continuing to be sensitive all the time, which could be overwhelming if it's still something you have to work towards. Now, I don't want to speak for your experience, but I could certainly see how one could be lost in feeling that their sense of belonging to the group is contingent upon being sensitive to the needs of others. Uh, or maybe just thinking about being sensitive and putting a great deal of effort towards that. And, you know, the better you are at considering the needs of others, then the more opportunities and ramifications you can now grasp as to how to do it improperly. So in that way, a new degree of intelligence in anything creates possibility for new anxiety. So maybe ignorance is bliss after all. Who knows? Anyway, I could see myself going down that rabbit hole, as you can see, and uh, it sounds extraordinarily exhausting. But 
whether or not this is the case for you. Ideally, we want to relinquish this need to be completely sensitive all the time and instead trust our intention to do the heavy lifting instead of being so results-driven. You know, being constantly aware of what might upset someone and trying to work around it, it's not a restful state. It's a state that will keep us concerned and alert at all times, making up stories about them being upset if they're acting the slightest bit different. This helicoptering can also make others feel as though they're being babied, constantly under watch or weak, etc. Not to mention, it's impossible to keep up with the sensitivities of others when they can't keep up with their sensitivities themselves in many cases. I mean, think about it. Many of us don't even know that something will trigger us until it does. So if any of this feels familiar to you, whether to an extreme or just a marginal degree, then your efforts of being more conscientious may be causing your anxiety to spike. And should that be the case, again, we want to allow ourselves room for error here. This is new for you. Your heart is in the right place. It seems like you're willing to learn about how to best serve your friends. That's enough. And if your friends are true, then it should be enough for them too. Now, maybe you have a hard time trusting that. Maybe you're doing the thinking for them, worrying that this new you will be exposed as just a phony if you slip up. Try to shift away from these interpretations and instead towards what they're doing and saying, what your friends are doing and saying. Have they said anything about how they don't trust this side of you, even in jest? Do they get on your case if and when you do slip up? Or have the reviews just been positive so far? If they haven't said anything negative, then it's not on you to read their minds and discover all the complaints that they're keeping in secret. Either they'll express those things, or they're not communicating as well as they could be, which is on them. All you can do is help them feel safe to communicate openly with you by setting a good example, which would be not judging others, and also not judging yourself. And this could be especially important for you, because if all of your efforts are geared towards being sensitive towards the needs of others, it would be nice if you could offer the same service for yourself. So if all this worry is coming up, worry about not doing enough for your friends, worry about messing up and people not believing in your ability to change or be sensitive, express that. One of the really nice things about real, honest relationships is that ability to just check in and you know, ask if you're loved, ask if you're accepted when you might be feeling otherwise. Uh, when you might be feeling grotesque in one way or another. Doing things like that, aka being sensitive to your own needs, helps others trust in your ability or, more importantly, your willingness to be accepting of theirs. Okay, Asker, thanks a lot for your question today, and forgive me if I speculated too much. A lot of this episode was definitely idea-driven, but If you were to talk to a professional on an ongoing basis, they could likely help you identify exactly where the social anxiety is coming from. And if it is maybe coming from a source that you don't quite understand, unrelated to your new efforts to be sensitive to the needs of your friends. So while this episode definitely offered possibilities as to how that connection could exist, it doesn't necessarily mean that it exists for you. And I would caution you to not convince yourself too uh, aggressively of anything that I've said and thus put yourself at risk of generating secondary anxiety if none of it strikes a chord or if you're not completely 
you know, if you've not completely waded through other possible sources of a spike in your social anxiety. That's going to do it for today, though, everyone. As always, if you have a question that you would like to send in, please email it to me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. You'll definitely hear back. And aside from that, enjoy the rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you in the next one, where your optimal life awaits.